0: Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, it is a Christmas episode here. We've got the Industry Insider. It is your favorite promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks, but before we get to them, the incredible broadcast that you're tuning into right now is brought to you by our good friends over at Tervis, and uh, look, we're going to get into some some sustainable talk today, and uh, no better sponsor than Tervis when it comes to what they're doing. Uh, Did you know that Americans dispose of about 50 billion single-use plastic water bottles each year, and only 23% are recycled? Uh, it's insane. I did not. Uh, the, the annual US recycling rate for plastic is only 23%, leaving 38 billion single use water bottles to enter our landfills every year. About 500 billion disposable cups are thrown away in the US each year. Uh, just staggering numbers. Uh, Tervis has produced and shipped over uh, 150 million tumblers since 2000, uh, which could have potentially prevented over a trillion single use water bottles from entering landfills, waterways, and oceans every year. So go check them out and support the cause at tervispromos.com and let them know that uh, your good friends over at Industry Insider sent you. Uh, like I said, joined today by three folks. Why don't we say hi to uh, our festive Meg Gerber? Hey.
1: I was watching the video from last year and I literally didn't even try. <laughs> I didn't even try. So you today I am so glad I, I bought myself one of these sweaters along with you guys. <laughs> so I can not yeah. be festive this you year. You kind
0: of broke the rules last week. I'm not super excited about it. You're not allowed to buy your own Christmas present. That's kind of Well,
1: weird. I like I loved it so much that I wanted one for myself. So thanks yeah. to uglychristmassweaters.com <laughs> Yeah. and, and of course
0: and and of, of course you had to make yourself santa and of course us two clowns are just running the show in the background right Stephen?
2: yeah I, my um my daughters did comment on that when i got home they're like what why are you why are you a reindeer why is, <laughs> why is that guy an elf why aren't you well, santa my, i'm like Whoa. my
0: kids wanted to see my ears they actually wanted <laughs> yeah. to see the, the ears they're like why 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 do you have ears like that poppy why are you wearing a why are you wearing a hat so yeah i had to explain that one thanks meg <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also joined today by our special guest, Bob Gattier, with uh, Kakua Promotions and uh, Kind Humans, and we're going to talk about the adventures of Bob Sticker Bob and uh, all things, man. But you know, before we do that, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minute introduction of yourself. So, uh, why don't you tell us all things, Bob, and how you got started in the promotion products industry and what you've been up to since?
3: Yeah, for sure. It's great to be here and. um you're taking a chance having me on here. So I'm a rookie, but uh, I've been in the business. Um, I don't know I started, believe it or not, I actually started an engineering degree in the eighties. And then I went into the fashion industry um, about 85, 86. And I started selling laces and trims in the fashion world. And from there I went into the action sports world and became, that's where the uh, uh, sticker Bob name came from as I started selling hundreds of millions of stickers for all the big surf and skate brands and snowboard brands. And Um, and I got a lucky break into apparel and I started producing, if you remember back in the day, the company called LA gear. Um, I used to have all those sneakers. I, they were rad. They were super rad. Yes. Yeah. So I actually did all their apparel too, all their t-shirt printing. And so that was my, that was my break into the, into the apparel world. And, um, it was basically, um, it was unbelievable. I did that. And I picked up a Reebok program in the mid nineties and that was, I sort of like just kind of blew up from there on the terms of it, I never left the action sports industry just because of that right there and then um I was doing they'd always come to me sticker bob and like can you get our mugs and hats and backpacks they were always asking me to get everything else for them and it wasn't really my wheelhouse at the time so I actually knew somebody else in the industry and I was just passing all that business through for for years through them so eventually I was kind of pushed into the promo industry and and I started Kokua promo now probably in 2004 i us see yeah 2014 and um uh, been full 100 percent promo bob now still <laughs> a, a sticker bob <laughs> and then um uh, I, I i was one of the first vendors of gopro when they first came onto the scene and um i met them at the interbike show uh back in the day and my specialized was one of my customers and they walked me over there did you want to hear all this is it kind of there yeah, absolutely. So I walked over there, and there was a piece of carpet with four people in the company at GoPro, and that's how I met everybody over there. And um, I watched them grow from four people to 1,600 people. Um, wow. My buddy, uh, he was the number four guy there. He took them public, and then they obviously retired after they went public, and he started this company called Kind Humans, he and his wife. And it all kind of stemmed from her looking for uh, products for their for their girls, their little girls who had all kinds of allergies and things like this. And it just grew into big, big, giant eco-friendly program. And now it's, we're uh, officially two years. It's been a conversation for four years, but yeah, that's how the Kind Humans came on board. And now I'm on business development for those guys on top of this. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, getting into the industry. I think you missed uh, a little bit of your story, Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah, where, where, where where are you currently located right now. (laughs) I'm in Steven's parking lot outside his building (laughs) in my house on wheels.
2: (laughs) That's cool. I mean, you're living yeah.
3: the dream. Like this is the part we
0: can't skip. Like this is, yeah. this is what, you know, I think everybody has at least, you know, thought about at some point in time in their life. Like, let's just get rid of everything. Let's sell everything. Let's pack up and just travel and do our thing from the road. Like you're living it, man. I, I think it's awesome. Can you yeah. dive into that just a little bit?
3: Yeah, sure. You know, it's kind of funny. I I have this little Kokua trading company brand too. is my own personal give back brand that I was doing just for because I wanted to give back to the islands and you know, anything children related um, and ocean related at the time. And so I decided I was always meeting with all my buddy owners at the coffee shops and I just made this random comment like, hey, I'm gonna go on a road trip for one year to coffee shops and go see all my promo customers and promote my new trading company. you know, And uh, I literally in three months sold every property that I owned, bought a van and I was on the road and I was only gonna do it for one year. And then um, August was my was my fourth year anniversary, so I've been at it now for over. Wow! Years. Wow! Yeah.
1: That is so cool. That is really yep. cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> it's it's incredible. You got a sweet setup there too. I, I know I saw it a couple of years back when I came out to see you in Dana Point, and uh, yeah, it's a, a really sick setup. So
3: it it's since then been rewrapped. It had Kokua Trading Company on it. Now yep. it's Pine Humans with a little yep. bit of left on there but it's uh yeah it's i see a bit here.
0: of the logo there behind you on the on the wrap
3: so
1: tell us more about kind humans and, and like what the, i was looking into the website and i told you guys before the show that uh we had a I, we all have a friend who had a baby recently and i wanted to send him a gift like an eco-friendly gift for his child because at the time i was doing all this these pitches on sustainability for SNS activewear I was literally like the voice for that and I was and, and he had helped me with some stuff so I wanted to send him something for his baby and I literally ended up giving up because I was looking everywhere and I'm and then I I just went in that rabbit hole and I'm like well maybe this is kind of and then I just gave up I completely gave up and now I'm so excited that I found your website because not only do you have stuff for kids and baby, you literally right. have like every, it's like the Amazon of sustainable products and
3: eco-friendly products. So you're hired. You're hired. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically what we say. it's an ethical, it's the ethical Amazon option. So, <sighs> and the, the upside to that on, on top of being sustainable and recyclable is that every product on there gives to a cause. So yeah, we give 3% on every product on there.
1: So everyone needs to go to kindhumans.com right now and finish their Christmas shopping. You have like one day, so you might have to expedite the shipping, but like seriously, this is so cool. It's
3: so yeah. cool. We have some awesome little things going on. Promos like are feeding families right now too this time of year. So some of the purchases are going towards that too. So there's a lot of cool things going on right now.
2: So so you mentioned that in everything on there gives back. Uh, do they all go to different places? Like do each of the brands kind of like on there have their own initiatives? Is that kind of like a
3: gosh the, the Pre- cause pre-priced. list Penis-
2: is, is it, yeah, yeah the, go
3: ahead yeah i'm sorry the cause list is growing so much if you go on there you'll see the different things the different causes that we're giving to oh nice and we're you know we're yeah we're climate neutral we're b corp we're you know all the all that information is on this on the site there but that list is growing constantly we're over 1600 products now fully vetted yeah. from how others how they're produced and who's making them and yeah, it's a, it's a heavy process to get, to be a product on the site. Well, it's I just, see that like, you're
1: certified B Corp. And like, I know that whole process, like you, you completely vetted people and 1% of the planet. That's I've, I've seen that a lot over the last year. Um, these aren't easy programs to get into the certifications the um, it's, it's, you have to be very transparent, um, just to start this whole process. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is legit, like this is I'm just so excited. I can't wait to finish my
3: Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. You should see what's coming down the pipeline. I wish I could speak to more to that, but boy, that's going to be a pretty exciting year.
2: There's a lot of things yeah. happening. We have a
3: lot of leadership that's jumped over from GoPro and we have Paul Crandall from Red Bull who brought Red Bull to the into the States. He's our president at Kind Humans now. And yeah, it's pretty exciting stuff.
0: That's awesome. So, you know,
3: yeah. yeah, you know, it was Justin from GoPro, he wanted to contact me and say, hey, we want to use Kokua for our new company idea. And Kokua evolved into Kind Humans. And that's how we re- we reconnected. We always were friends. Yeah. His sex story his sex story was amazing, because he used to borrow stuff from me in the early days of GoPro, like, hey, can I borrow your board? And, you know, the <laughs> public and literally, you know, he retired young, and then he and his wife created this Kind Humans, and it's become this global impact, you know. Wow. know, it's, it's pretty amazing stuff.
1: I like what the, the Susie is the co-founder, correct. I like what she said about, I don't care if our kids are the smartest or the most athletic. I just want them to be kind humans. And, you know, I, I kind of say this (laughs) jokingly, even though like I, we have so many kids and, you know, as a, as a mom that invested a lot of time into their sports and their academics and trying to be everything at the end of the day that none of that even matters if you're not a good person then it doesn't matter you as a parent like that's your job to make sure that you're raising good humans that you're raising them with morals and values and that you're putting them out into the world to make the good choices on their own so this really stems from like the baseline and i love that i really do
3: yeah i really appreciate that if you look you know it's really about educating folks you know it's to have a global impact, it's really going to be about educating what's really, you know, an option for you out there rather than one-time use products and things like this. Um, yeah. We speaking to some numbers earlier on the before we came on live was the, the amount of landfill issues with plastics and things like this. Yeah. The vetting process, is pretty, Susie's in charge of the vetting process, so she's, like, all over it. Wow. I
1: bet she is. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's the final say on everything that comes her way.
2: So That's do you guys, I'm money. assuming you guys are still being pursued by other brands and products that just want to be a part of this, but it's got to be a tough, tough process to get in because of all the vetting, I would assume.
3: Yeah, our collaboration list is, is incredible. It's with artists and musicians and celebrities and, you know, other sort of eco-friendly companies coming our way. Um, there's some that are, are not like to the standards we prefer that to be. Like we, we have a big collaboration with Melon Hats, for example. And so if you look at that, they're selling tens of thousands of our uh, hats with our messaging on it, on their melon hats, for example, Hmm. and they're at $70 hats. It's crazy. So
2: I know we, um, I know we briefly spoke about this, but you know, do you see any, any future where there's some opportunity in the promo side of this? Because I know promos is kind of struggled to continue to bring product into the industry and, um, you know, there's certain brands and certain lines that are doing a great job at it, but do you see yourself as, a, as in a position where you can add to the industry with, with some of these lines?
3: Yeah, you know, we have a, full, uh, a few suppliers already contacting with, for the last couple of years. We have some commu- communications about, uh, we have some things in the works right now with full sustainable foam hacks.
0: Yeah.
3: There's not even foam anymore in there, it's, it's some other uh, material in there. <laughs> And then I uh, have like a fully certified, got certified blanks now. Um, so we have some folks that you're all familiar with. <laughs> you know, carrying a collection from us of like a, maybe of a hat and a shirt and a towel or a bag of some sort that they would. Yeah. Come from. So
2: educate me real quick, because Meg, I see you nodding your head when he says "fully certified, uh sustainable." Is that is that a like a process or is that a like? A, like it has to meet certain standards. Like is there a group that does that? I don't I don't know that that side of it. Um yeah. is that is that how that works? Is there is there like a approval process to be certified as sustainable? Is that Egg? Oh yeah, I'm waiting for
1: Bob's answer, right?
2: You're oh. ready for
1: Bob? Oh, yeah, So who we're we're asking, asking you are you asking? Sorry, I don't, I don't <laughs> know.
2: I mean, you guys. You guys oh. seem very excited about that, and it seems really cool. I just don't know what that means. <laughs>
1: so I'll let, I don't. I don't want to speak. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking Bob about his processes. Oh, you know so yeah. no, I'm nodding my head because no, I I love all of this. There, when he is oh, talking okay. about being, you know, fully certified, it's the B Corp. It's the one percent of the planet. It's all these little certifications yeah, okay. that go into it that are like, I'm. We're fully certified, and that's there's not like, hey, stamp fully certified.
3: Yeah, and then climate or yeah, climate neutral. Yeah, climate neutral, yeah. And also the GOTS is a big deal. I'm still learning GOTS myself, but that's a heavy certification. So we have actually a, a domestically made GOTS blank coming out, so yeah. That's there's really neat. It's not except for the <laughs> promo industry, right? Because that, you know, it's funny, I went four years ago to the PPI show to do some research and nobody knew what sustainability was. <laughs> I was just trying to find one, you know, a couple suppliers that kind of had an option with that, but no sustainable options. And now everyone seems to be understanding that it's, it's not going away. You know, everyone's jumping so, on yeah. the back- back that. So,
0: so with well, you guys I'm- being like the ethical Amazon uh, it, clearly it's an, an e-commerce platform. Is there any, right. any future plans for any retail stores or are there currently any? And then uh, have you thought about getting into promo with that and being like a blank supplier for a hundred percent sustainable product?
3: that's exactly right so there's three levels we have our e com site our third-party product and also that we have the and for the promo world that we're all involved with will be a, a blank supplier maybe through an, i don't know an s or something i don't know um but a blank and a, a, a hat blank and also we already have our own retail brand into stores that's growing as we speak as well a lot of rep groups are coming our way who are taking that on you know such as like maybe billabong or quicksilver stores or small boutique shops and things like that that's already happening home yeah we're so in the it, middle
1: we got to get shark tank i think we, we need to get you on the shark tank with all this you know
3: we, well you know how i met steven was through jason lucash and <laughs> and so you know jason was a client of mine in the promo world dude. yeah we started he started the whole origatio thing and shark tank and that's how i met this guy steven so he,
2: <laughs> jason was a client of yours
3: Jason used to be oh, a client, yeah? client when he was at JamSport, and I was doing all his promo and sticker work for him. So. Oh, nice. And they were, like, trying to get me to be that third partner in, in the origami. I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. And to this day, he just digs me all the time because clearly he did quite well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I regret that decision, but. <laughs> oh, that's Aww. an awesome story.
1: So (laughs) I saw on your website that you have a lot of kits, which is really cool. Did you see a big uh, uptake in kitting this year? And are you sending out in like sustainable boxes on top of that? Because I know, you know, everything is great, eco-friendly. I thought you were going to hit on this, Jeff, a second ago. The one downside to e-commerce is all the the logistics that goes behind it. So, yeah, everything could be great, fully sustainable from inception until you get to the delivery. Do you guys have an, I know I just maybe we didn't discuss this and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but is there an answer for like the logistics side of that with you guys?
3: Well, right now, are you talking about kind humans? Oh yes, kind humans. Yeah, yeah, kind humans. So um, all our packaging is sustainable for sure. That was a big research program, took quite a while. Um, You know, my business in the promo world grew through COVID because of the kidding processes. And that's kind of rolled into what we're selling on the kind human side in terms of the kits that you saw, eco friendly kit or whatever you're, whatever's on there. Um, we're not shipping too much internationally now, so we're not running into too many problems that, with that yet. But mm. the logistics, as far as all of us know, it's been kind of a challenge. But yeah, right now we're sending kits out like crazy. I mean, our e com is probably our strongest area right now at, for 2021. Um, and the forecast look really good for next year already. Oh yeah. But it's been crazy. And my even my problem business was uh had it best two years because of kidding. And just custom boxing and you know thousands of residences, you know, everybody's working from home.
1: Yeah, at yeah, yeah. I, I think there was a poll on ASI um uh, or on Twitter ASI put out and they were like what is your the product of the year and I think um kidding was like the product of the year. I don't know. Everyone was, you know, commenting that, but I think Either I said it, or Danny, or somebody said it. they're like whatever's in stock. <laughs> so, <There's laughs> so next to kidding, yeah. whatever's <laughs> in stock.
0: <laughs> that's, kind of what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's kind of fair. Yeah, that's kind of fair. You guys have any other questions as, uh, as far as like kind human goes? Man, I don't, I don't know. I, I have so many questions. I just don't
1: even know where to start. I wish I, I like I heard about this more. I really want to just I don't know. Just want to.
3: Wrap it up, and I need to make you an ambassador of the company. (laughs) I got too many things on my plate already. already.
1: I'm like, I'm
0: in. (laughs) Do it, Bob. Do you have anything else about kind humans that that, or anything else that's on your plate that you'd like to share with us?
3: Um, you know, we're 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 in the middle of a seed round, so we're going to be doing a lot of hiring, and there's a lot of great things coming on that that standpoint with kind humans you'll see a lot more of that this year in 2022 or next year um, and, and at hopefully in the promo world as well as a blank we're really trying to make an impact with that um, but other than that no, no not no with kind humans that's pretty much the gist of it okay please, well please, let's get into here. it
0: Let's get into the conversation that we've all been waiting for then. Tell us about some of these equestrian races that you've been in recently. Yes. Or over the last Ah, few years. here we go.
3: (laughs) Nobody knows this but my closest friends because I just don't like to talk about myself. Yeah, so I I do something called endurance horse racing. I race Arabians. And so I'm called a catch rider because it's hard to have a horse while you're living in the van on, on the road. So I basically ride other people's horses so I get contact to do these 50 plus mile day racing races uh, I've done up to 100 mile day races on a, on a, on Arabians mostly yeah and, and uh, <laughs> so
0: it looks like you're you're trying to formulate a question I'm not sure
3: <laughs> um. so
1: like I've only ever been to horse races once and those guys are generally very tiny like I I mean it's hard to tell on zoom I mean I, I funny enough because well, that's
0: that's, even that's, that's, like jockey crazy guys, but... that's 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 a jockey yeah, track man this is this Race. is a guy racing across
2: like deserts in the middle of. oh the, okay the,
3: okay right so but, I, like you went like
2: across like mongolia or something didn't you yeah,
3: yeah i raced for team we did a i raced for team usa with three other guys uh across the Gobi desert in mongolia against like five other countries Yeah, this
0: this isn't horse track racing, Meg. This is. You think you
3: know
1: somebody, right? You're like a half hour into a conversation. You think you know a person. Yes,
3: that that was really exciting. It wasn't so much the distance; like it was hundreds of miles of racing. It was literally every day you got a different wild Mongolian horse to ride. So we were terrified every morning walking up to this horse. Like it was just terrifying because it was it's a wild horse, (laughs) half wild, (laughs) but mostly wild. So that was incredible because I
0: I don't like I I don't know too much about the Mongolian horses, but I know Arabians are typically uh, a relatively stubborn and difficult breed uh, to to try to either, I guess, tame or to ride like that. Right. Like it takes a a pretty legitimate rider to be able to do that.
3: Yeah. You know, the, the reason why they like Arabians is because they're very forward and very spirited yeah and so you know on a normal horse like a quarter horse you're trying to you're just trying to get them to go where on Arabian. you're just trying to just stop them slow them down Get on yeah. try to manage them because there there's no issues with them going forward <laughs> yeah they're gone are
1: they like saddles There's like the whole get up or are you like bareback like i'm just gonna grab the horse by the mane jump off and ride into the desert in the sunset like is it like that because i'm trying
3: I, I, i'm usually wearing a speedo and um no
1: <laughs> well, that's that's I, fine
3: uh, I, <laughs> uh, you, should actually- have, you should
0: have gone with that <laughs> a dynamic. little bit
2: longer
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard a- of this <laughs> before so i'm just i have to i have to you know picture it because i'm one of those people who pictures things in their heads so Suno, yeah, that's insane.
3: <laughs> on the endurance side, I wear like a mountain bike helmet and like half chaps. Okay. I actually wear polco okay. running, running shoes because there's times you get off the horse to actually run with the horse on poor footing. So yeah, that's the endurance side. It's not a Western saddle. It's more of like an English English looking saddle, but I am a cowboy. I, I'm not part of the Los Cabrales Cowboys. So I do like some cowboy stuff. Do You watch Yellowstone? Um, I love Yellowstone.
1: This, this season had a couple of rough episodes. I don't know if you guys watched or not, but we're like, uh, you could tell it's a, it was COVID written. You know what I mean? Like, we got to get this out. Like, let's just push it out. But best show on TV, hands down.
0: So let, let me ask you about that real quick, because I, I started to watch that maybe a couple of years ago, and we started watching the first episode, and it didn't really catch us. Is it something you need to, like, does it pick up after that, or like how...
1: So I don't. I so the first episode, I've been talking about this a little bit with DJ. Like, not to be a spoiler, but like the brother dies the first episode, and like they haven't talked about that once in five seasons, four seasons, whatever. And I'm a little disturbed about that. But it's insane. It's, it's, it's yes. It picks up. I, I'm best show on TV, hands down, hands down. All right, cool. right now, love it, love it. Very
0: good. Good. All yeah. right. Do you guys have any questions about? Bob's horse adventures
2: or <laughs> the van I mean, adventures. There, I mean, there's, there's so, so many, many questions, questions. You could ask because it's like you've your world is your office, so it's like I, I want to ask like places you've been and like where's your coolest setup or you know I mean yeah. like, there's just there's yeah, no time I, to go through all that amazing stuff, you know.
3: It's it's a tough answer, right? Because I'm super grateful. I mean, I, I it's amazing that I can run the business from the road like I do. You know, I have a I have virtual assistants throughout the country that work from home in different states there's no reason I could just say, stay in one place. So I've gone from, well, from you, Steve, I came from the Outer Banks to come see you. And, <laughs> and I basically flew off the Maui and just got back from there the other day. Yeah. yeah.
1: So what does your day consist of? Like, are you, are you on the road the most like all day or like just like for certain days of the week? Like, tell me, I, like, I'm still trying to absorb all this. And I, I'm sure yeah. our, our listeners are too. So tell, give us like a day in the life of Bob, like normal day in life.
3: Yeah, well, you know, there's times I do sit put for like six to eight weeks, right? I'll do that okay. too. But this particular trip I've been on to come and see Stephen was, um, it's been a six-week trip so far, traveling, and I normally stay one to two days in locations, so I'll post up on the beach or post up at a ranch or post up, you know, wherever the case might be, and I'll do about six hours work and about five hours of driving sometimes on the same day. Mm-hmm. I'm an early riser, like I've already been everywhere this morning, and um, yeah. And the, and the time zones has been challenging because uh, it changes as I go from different states, of course. But yeah.
0: other than that,
3: there's no complaints. It, it works. And there's and um, do you have Wi-Fi in your van? Do you? Have, yeah, do you I've got a wi- I got a hot spot. I got a Wilson booster antenna for
2: it, it, antenna. We'll, we'll post some pictures if you're OK with it, Bob. But his van yeah. is no joke. Like it's like it's, it's awesome. when people say it's, van, it's like it's huge. Yeah. It's-
3: it's a, two, a- two, three, four-wheel drive. Twenty. It's extended version. It's, it's got all kinds. It's a. It's not the van by the river, that's for sure. Yeah, like <laughs> winches and lights and nope, outdoor no, there's, there's lights. and
2: things <laughs> and crazy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's legit.
1: So, yeah. okay, one last question. One last question. What was your favorite, like, Place to RV, you're like, man, I could probably like chill here for a bit. Like, what was your favorite? I'm sorry. I'm so invested in this RV life. I love it. I think it's big. I think it's so big right now. And we may do it in September, depending on what happens here in New Jersey. So I'm about that life. I'm about it.
3: I can help you with all that setup. Because when I first started, I must every day heard somebody, you're living my dream, you're living my dream.
1: Yeah.
3: Everyone's starting to live the dream now. I mean, this band's gone up in value instead of like, you know, it hasn't lost any value. That's for sure um i would say tetons is one of my favorite places i, I there quite a bit um i you know i wor- rolled into Bend, oregon once think i was going to stay a few days and i stayed two months oh and then, yeah and i've been enjoying these gulf coast beaches lately pulling up on these sand yes. beaches i just it was hard to leave these locations this time around
2: like, i don't maybe, blame
3: you everywhere i was like yeah i can live here i could live here you know it's, yeah it's not, oh that's you know, cool like the Are you gonna- like the mountains but but tetons is you- one of my faves <laughs>
1: Yeah, I hear that's a really nice place. Are you going to be in Vegas for PPAI? Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll have this guy there.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. You
3: got to right. leave wind to start getting there. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'll am probably like, leave in a day <laughs> or two. I'll eat some more uh, Stephen's food or whatever, then I'll take
0: off. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, cool. The, the, the Tetons is actually one of the first places we plan on going with the with the camper.
3: Oh, I no kidding. Like, I, get to, I got all the spots for you. Awesome. Right. Very I'll, cool. I'll date
0: you up then i know yeah. it's going to be a long drive but yeah we want to we want to pack the girls up and just go you know yeah it's gonna be a fun time it's, it's worth it it's worth it awesome do you guys want to do let's a do rapid it. fire real quick or do we want to wrap things up
1: well i kind of asked my rapid fire question but let's go <laughs> uh, <I> mean, you
0: <laughs> said there's a million questions so i just figured well, you could throw one at them you know <laughs> sure all right Stephen, you got one on the spot
2: um i've see, i've asked this question different ways i've i've asked like are you beach or mountain person but if uh if you're gonna go camping like camp style would you rather do mountain style or on the beach
3: man that's a good question that's a good question because i do both right this lifestyle you allow you can do both and, and love them both it's pretty equal steven i don't know that stuff right I'm a, I'm a waterman too right so it's like I ride horses in the mountains. and I'm a waterman on the beach. So I, it's, I, I, have to, I have to answer that. If you don't, you get to, you have to do
2: neither for the rest of your life. Okay. Bob. you
3: have to pick one. Okay, I'll go with the mountains. Okay. Yeah.
0: about you just it would be a tough choice for me. Uh, very similar to Bob, and I think I've answered that before. I've just said both. Um, but if I had to pick one, I'd probably say I enjoy the mountain a little bit more. Sure. Yeah.
1: I love the beach. I love the white sands and the Gulf Coast, but I think with COVID and with the pandemic and everything, people just flocked there, and I've found that I like where there's less people. So, I like the mountains more now. Just the fresh air, the clean water, just the lack of people.
2: For sure. I, I am I'm really happy too. right now, so I'm, I'm mountains. I would Your also mouth? say mountains, yeah, but I get every time I ask people about beach and mountains, I feel like I'm always in the minority with mountains like everyone i mean look mountains. at me do
0: i do i belong on the beach or do i belong in the mountain
1: <laughs> you got the ma- that mountain body right <laughs> hey
0: why you gotta bring the body into this i was talking
1: I'm
2: about the body right come, on. <laughs> come on meg rude. i'm sorry <laughs>
1: all right i got a question all right. all right what is um is it always gonna start with bob because i'm all about this rv life what was your favorite non-franchise coffee stop? on your RV trip. And I guess for the guys, what is your favorite um, non-franchise coffee did a coffee, did a
3: coffee tour. <laughs> I'm on a coffee tourist.
1: <laughs> well, so pick your favorite. <laughs> like, who's your favorite wow. child?
3: <laughs> that is tough. Um, oh, well, just on the way to Outer Banks this last trip, I ran into this amazing school bus that was like on the beach. Yeah. That, they, that was an amazing little setup for coffee and an awesome family. So I'm drawing the blend. It's called ragamuffin or something like that but it was on the way towards the outer banks on on a beach somewhere and i couldn't believe it was out of nowhere <laughs> Just, i pulled in there and i stayed two hours talking to the owners and all the locals wow. i mean it's hard because there's some amazing coffee shops that you don't even know about you know mama pop shops everywhere
1: that is that's that's i would say that is right um right. a lot of them <clears throat>
0: I, I would say I don't. I don't know that I have like a favorite. Are we talking like just a coffee roaster, or somebody that like actually makes the coffee and and brews it and all that stuff as well? Well, I mean, you're
1: getting technical, so whatever.
2: Well, <laughs> what's your favorite?
0: I, mean, I, I am my favorite then, if that's the yeah. case. So, like, I, I enjoy. Uh, there's a, a company in Chambersburg, PA called Bednego Coffee <laughs> that they. they, they uh, okay, guys.
2: <laughs> right, we're having we're having service issues. Go ahead. Go so ahead,
0: they um, they're a great roaster. They've got some really good bean. Uh, like I love a single source bean, uh, Guatemala, and then there's a, a place in like the Chappas, uh, Mexico area that does really good coffee beans. Um, so if I can get them from Guatemala or there, like that's that's my jam.
1: That's awesome. That's
2: awesome, Stephen. Uh, my favorite right now. I don't really have a shop, but I do have a. Bean mm-hmm. it's, uh from Sunica. I think I've mentioned them before. They're a um nonprofit organization and they've got a piece of the rainforest that they've preserved and they grow coffee there. And so they have oh, I love it. uh beans and stuff that are here, both ground and whole. And so I get it from them and then go brew it at the house and it's delicious.
1: Oh, it does sound yummy. We you have, you have a coffee. Yeah, where are they?
2: uh Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Oh. Very cool.
1: We have a local coffee shop that before Adeline we used to um, have a, a date day every Friday afternoon, um, and that would be like the time that we would just go and see each other, <laughs> my significant other. Um, and it was Crescent Moon, but um, we w- we actually might go today. We'll say we'll see. but they have. I'm, I'm not sure where they get their beans from, but it's nice. We like play checkers, and it
3: was a lot of fun. So we're excited to actually start that back up again. I do I do lean, lean towards Kona blends so. though. Yeah. My, my, my second home is Hawaii, so it's kind of like kinda in my blood. So.
0: Yeah, cool. I, can't, I can't blame you there. Yeah. Uh, I will say I love a Kona crusted steak.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All
0: right. Fair enough. So my question, what is your favorite horse breed? <laughs>
3: well, it's got to be Arabians. I mean, I've been on over 60 different horses in five years, and the majority have been Arabians. Wow. The Mustang being second, because hmm. I've I've been lucky enough to ride wild mustangs. That's pretty incredible. Wow, Arabian's all. That that's cool. I think
1: there's like horses on the beach down there, aren't there? Like on o- Outer Banks, Bob. Yeah,
3: Corolla yeah, area.
1: Corolla, you know? yeah,
3: that's cool. Yeah, I went looking for them, but unfortunately, I wasn't. I couldn't see any wild ones. I went to Ocracoke Island looking for them, and yeah. Aww. yeah. Aww. And, there's like I a certain honey. time of year where they they yeah. go from like Assateague to shinkatig
2: yeah, yeah
1: it's like march back. or april i think right or july yeah. I don't know, somewhere in the middle to the beginning yeah yeah amazing I'll, I'll go with the fallabella horse as a cute little <clears throat> nugget of a horse and because that's um, vj's last name
0: it is also <laughs> vj's last name so i'm not sure that's an appropriate answer meg uh <laughs> we don't need that imagery at all <laughs> okay. uh stephen mcfadden
2: clydesdale's
0: what's really Clydesdale? Blazdels mm-hmm. are super cool. Now I don't know yeah. a ton about horses. I'm not like a big equestrian, but I'd have to say a Morgan. Uh, they're Ooh, beautiful horses, and they're very, uh, very docile and and good with uh, you know pretty much any beginner, right? Yeah. Your
1: choices. Good. All right. Well. <laughs> Bob's any
0: other questions or anything else to add, or guys? Is that it? That's Did it. Not. Bob ask the question? Did Bob
1: ask us a question?
3: Yeah, but like, Bobby, Bob asks asks ask a, a question. question. I have to ask the question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what should be my next spot? My next stop, leaving Stevens. Ooh. parking lot. Well,
0: if you're headed towards Vegas, it would have to be somewhere between the Carolinas and and Nevada, right?
2: It's Correct. a big area. Uh, <laughs> that's a
0: big stop. Fort Worth, and get some Joe T. Garcia's fajitas. That's that's what I'll
3: say. Dallas, for Fort show. Worth. Yep. I'd say
1: Nashville. There's a. It's such a. I just love Nashville. There's some big lakes down there. There's some beautiful lakes. And if unless you're gonna come up north and hit some some main mountains and stuff like that, I would say hit Nashville on your way out to Vegas. Yeah, awesome.
0: I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't necessarily say
2: Nashville, but I would definitely say Tennessee for sure. Yeah. Like uh, oh, well, well you probably would take Route
1: 40. Oh, it's so
2: beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful drive. Awesome. I don't know if you're planning on going north or south, but if you're going south, I mean, I feel like. There'd be some cool areas to drive through down, um, like near New Orleans and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel yeah. like that would be. A...
3: I, yeah, I hit those all on the way here. Did you? Okay. Have you ever been into Gatlin? Gatlinburg, Tennessee. I, no, I haven't been to Tennessee ever. <sighs> oh my god. There's oh, so much. Uh, you're literally
0: Tennessee. missing the best state of the 50. Eight.
3: Yeah, well,
0: it, best state of the of the 48. We'll say that at least.
3: Oh, no, I plan to go through there. That's that's my way back. So Tennessee, Tennessee seems, is awesome. Yeah, yeah. don't pretty. stop Definitely in Memphis.
0: Hit hit, uh, hit um, depending on how much time you have. Hit Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge area. Pigeon Forge. Um, go to Grove. Go World. through the Smoky Mountains. Do all that. Hit, do the Tail of the Dragon if if you can. Tail like of the 6. Dragon's 9. awesome yeah yeah it's like 311 turns in like an 11 mile stretch of road it's freaking sweet
2: really. um yeah, so switchbacks well he's got a giant uh, van so i don't know how fun that'll be but
0: <laughs> it, dude, i mean I the speed limit is 25 anyways or 30 so i mean it's it's fine you get people that do 100 on it but yeah don't worry about them okay. um so all those things are awesome and then hit chattanooga on the way through as well chattanooga is a great little town
3: I'll have Stephen write that all out for me. He's been an amazing host, by the way. Thank you, yeah. Steve.
2: Appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming <laughs> to see us.
3: Very cool. All right. Well, with nothing
0: else to be said uh, on this episode, we will uh, go back to our good friends over at Tervis and let you know that uh, this great broadcast that you tuned into was from them, our friends over at Tervis. They've got the uh, the hashtag uh, TakeYourTervis. Uh, it's another way that they use social media to promote, uh, promote sustainability. They actually had a, a partnership with Four Oceans as well. They did a beach cleanup on Siesta Key. And according to Four Oceans, uh, which does these cleanups year-round uh, across the world, this was their largest turnout with over 1,300 registered participants. They were able to collect and count 144 straws. 5,877 cigarettes, 463 plastic bottles, 187 plastic cutlery, 355 plastic bags, 234 plastic and foam cups, and 1,346 bottle caps. Uh are yeah, they're very, very passionate about uh the oceans and they care about the creatures that call it their home. They're committed to making it a better place and have been for 72 years, and not just because it's trendy or helps sell tumblers, but because it's the right thing to do. So uh if any of that sounds interesting to you, definitely go check them out at turvispromos.com. Get more information, tell them Industry Insider sent you. And uh with that. Happy holidays, guys. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, all that good stuff. Bob, thank you so much for joining us and sharing some of your story, man. You really wow, uh, you
3: really are, hard.
0: as Stephen says, the most interesting man in the world. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Love you guys, man. I appreciate it. Merry Absolutely.
1: Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.
0: All right, guys. Take care. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.